welcome everyone to The Journey Up, a program committed to discovering that place where truth meets grace. I'm your host, Scott Bryant, the director of Journey Up Ministries, along with my amazing wife and co-host, Kimberly Bryant. Uh, Thanks for joining us today on this dangerous but eternally satisfying Journey Up. Today, we'd like to go ahead and just take a a few moments to, to again, introduce ourselves, a bit of our journey, help you get to know who's talking to you on the other side of this um, podcasting. But uh, as we look back on our journey, we we recognize that the path we've been on is probably a bit unique uh, in the 21st century. And so any part that's good, we'd want to give God all the glory. Any part that's not, man, we are so grateful for God's grace. And uh, today we recognize that is the basis on what we're coming to you. We call it the rope of grace that makes this journey possible as we climb higher. Climbing up means you're supported by a rope. And so if there's anything good in what we're bringing to you today, it's because of God's marvelous, amazing rope of grace. And so today, uh, I've, uh, I'd like to take us some time just to look back and share with you some of the unique parts of our journey so far, and then we're, we're going to hone in on really the focal point of this ministry of finding that place. And we'll talk about what that place is on the journey up. But uh, as we look back, you know, as Kim mentioned in our last podcast, uh, we met, uh, we married at 19 years of age. Uh, I got the privilege of adopting uh, her son, uh, who was two when we uh, got married there. And and so we were an instant family, and we went on to have a few children, as we talked about. And I I would say, again, that was a formative, uh, very powerful influence on our ministry. We had no idea how that would impact uh, the doors that would open or the doors that would close, but we can see God has really used that to mold our ministry. And I would say, really for me, the main question I embarked on, I think it's probably what maybe attracted, uh, honey, you can talk to this a little bit. I know she, when she met me at Bible college, what's so funny is, uh, I, yep, there we were uh, at Bible college. And typically when you go to, the, to Bible college, you're planning on being a pastor. And I had no intention on being a pastor. We both grew up as preacher's kids. Uh, We love the church, but we also knew how heavy uh, being a pastor is on the family. And so really didn't want to do that. And so when I I met Kim, uh, wasn't planning on doing that. We were planning on doing anything in ministry but that. And so uh, really right out of the gate, um, I went and I was an inner city youth pastor, uh, which uh, attracted me because of the danger, the excitement, the real need that we were meeting uh, in working with inner city kids. But uh, we were doing all this as a um, soon to be, we hadn't, we weren't married yet, but we were soon to be married with a child. Man, this is this is real ministry, but this is really tough to do. And so that was kind of one of the first places we started was inner city youth ministry in Los Angeles. And then uh, we went on from there. I'll let you, honey, just kind of talk a little bit about as you look back on the beginning of our journey, some of those highlights. Yeah. So we knew, uh, again, as Scott shared, we were both um, from pastor's families and we love that. And our wonderful families just showed us um, really the value and the bride of Christ. And we definitely have always had a heart for the church. Um, And we really wanted to do real ministry. But we also knew um, how hard it can be in a family, like Scott shared, and uh, just didn't want that... Uh, that burden, but still wanted to do ministry. And Scott loving the outdoors uh, took us back to Bible college to finish that up and then to a wonderful program in Wisconsin where we learned how to manage a retreat center. 
and how to, we were going to do uh, Christian camping ministry. And um, we spent uh, quite a few years there doing some um, in some Christian, different Christian camps. And that was some real ministry opportunities. But uh, we continued to have a burning heart for really getting into the lives of people. We, we would have uh, maybe people that uh, came and, and left. They were there for maybe a week. Uh, for the camp and we got to know them and then they would leave and that was really awesome and we loved encouraging them but we wanted to really walk alongside closer with people and so um, being in Christian camping um, kind of launched us into a, a, a just a another quest for what, how can we get into the lives of people how can we walk alongside them and um, mm-hmm. really minister alongside people. Yeah. Yeah. As, as you know, hun, really one of the main burning questions that uh, was always, um, almost, I would say in a negative way, haunting, but more in a positive way, directing and driving my heart was where is real ministry? I, I, you know, I didn't want to do fake ministry, pretend ministry. I want, where's real ministry. And I would say that question uh, really sent us on a journey, but I can tell tell you guys they're listening that really quickly from the very beginning um again god's grace uh, had really turned my heart to my family and i began to see that the lord was saying scott if you're looking for real ministry turn around and look behind you yes it's yes. your family you're yes. you're you'll never discover any public ministry that has greater impact or greater eternal value than ministering first to your family mm-hmm. and so that that really caused us to everything we did was looking through the lens of okay is whatever i'm doing whether it's there in the inner city of la or whether it's i was a christian camping director and program director for a while and then we went on to christian school administration i had the privilege of being out at a a a large christian school in southern california for several years and really enjoyed that but again uh you know asking the question is this real ministry? And so I could tell the Lord was saying, make sure it's not detracting from what you're doing at home. So then that's what really began to be the, the seedbed for what would uh, grow up. And I think back in 2002, we began a ministry called, and we called it belayer Ministries. And some of you might not know what the word belayer means. It's a rock climbing term. It's the idea of, you know, it's a guy on one end of the rope that secures the rope while the climber climbs to new heights. And he's able to do that safely. And I was, we took that metaphor and applied it to ministry and said, hey, we'd love to belay you, to encourage you, to equip you. Very similar to our heart even today uh, as you go on your journey up. But that ministry began with the idea we want to equip families. We want to, we want to encourage churches to, to climb high and to trust the Lord with their life. And yet that journey... We had no idea how much uh, excitement was coming and how much pain was coming as we began to give our heart. You know, one of the crazy things we did there in the very beginning was we actually, I built a climbing wall that was about 26 foot tall or so and uh, built it in our backyard, kind of like Noah built an ark in my backyard. It's pretty (laughs) funny. (laughs) And uh, there in California and uh, built it. And the whole idea was I wanted to give a visual for what we're called to do spiritually and relationally, and that is to go on a climb. And so we actually 
took that climbing wall around a few places in the early ministry years there. And the idea was that we got the kids climbing on it and, and speaking from it and, and trying to share, guys, this is the journey that awaits if you'll let the Word of God direct you and encourage you. And uh, it got logistically a little challenging to do it, and we didn't do it for very long. But the idea was, was really the Lord was saying is, I want you to be a family that, first of all, takes me seriously first in your own home and yes, then yes. overflows into the world. Yeah. And I still remember um, as we launched that ministry and and prayed over that and what God would have us do it, it, in that season. We were, uh, you were leading the men's ministry there at a large Christian church, and um, we had we were homeschooling and and really devoted to making sure that we were doing ministry within our own home. But uh, I remember you praying and just saying that. Um, our prayer was that someday we could have a retreat center that we could base this ministry out of. And we just had the most amazing experience. The very next week, we got a phone call about an opportunity um, right, right there in Colorado that would enable us to bring our ministry to a retreat center um, and kind of manage that retreat center and and launch our ministry there. And so that started a whole new season for us. Uh, we were excited to be, uh, we were there at that retreat center for several years mm-hmm. while we also um, planted some churches. And yeah. maybe you can share your yeah. Yeah, you know what really be, we began to see is, yep, having some wonderful uh, ministry opportunities in God's creation there as a family in Colorado. And yet we also knew that um, our time and our ability to be able to connect in to the local church was was challenging because we were all, a lot of times involved on a in a weekend way with there at the retreat center. And so eventually the Lord laid in our heart that the need to, um, to, to really make sure our ministry was impacting the church the way it should. And so we actually planted uh, a church there in Colorado. And that really with the heart of uh, planting a church that would enable families the chance to be able to um, to encourage one another and being a part of the the family as they came to worship, and uh, that was a chance for us to uh, to learn uh, what that looked like. It was a, a, a wonderful time. It was uh, some years that were full of great joys and great sorrow as we had several families come together in, in that first church plant and had a great time. But the Lord taught us a lot of lessons, showed us a lot of things, and uh, really on the quest of continuing to say, okay, but we want to be a family that is, first of all, taking care of our family. And, and so as the church grew, we saw the need to go ahead and step away from the retreat center, focus on the church, and then that gave way to planting another church. Uh, we went ahead and moved on and planted another church in Missouri, and uh, that taught us a lot of things because really the whole way when you're planting churches, you're also finding ways to support your family, and the Lord uh, oper- offered some neat opportunities. But probably as I, as I talk about the church planting years of the ministry, I would say that I skipped over one of the things, and I want to go back to it, um, and really it's an event that happened that probably represents uh, something the Lord uh, teaches us over and over again, and it happened back at that retreat center uh, in Colorado, and honey, as you know, uh, we had something happen there uh, with our daughter, Brooklyn, and uh, that that experience really um, represents so much, and I would say, why don't you you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, well... um... As you know, you don't have to to say very much before we both know what that event was. Um, And actually, it was almost in about a week 
two weeks here, it will have been 13 years ago. We will celebrate 13, our 13 year anniversary. Uh, but we experienced really the most tragic, awful, horrible, glorious, wonderful day of our life um, 13 years ago, May 27th. And that um, came with uh, the near drowning of our daughter, uh, Brooklyn Faith, at the time, who was two years old. Uh, there at the retreat center, there were several ponds, and there's a, a, at a birthday party, a long story, but there was an accident, and she um, was, fell into the pond. And uh, you, uh, you know, Scott, uh, both of us jumped in and pulled her out of that pond, and I sat, as my husband did CPR, on her for 30 minutes with no signs of life. And so really, in that, I mean, in that 30 minutes, which felt like an hour or an hour and a half, um, it was just awful. It was tormenting. And I really uh, thought that our life was going to um, really take a, a turn there where we would go forward without her life. And that was a very, very hard day. And um, and yet at the very end of that 30 minutes, right before the, um, because we were up in the mountains, it took 30 minutes for the uh, paramedics to get up there and right as they got there just I mean just minutes before we could feel a faint pulse yeah. and she was barely trying to take some breaths and she was air flighted to um, Children's Denver and hospital and I mean just we really didn't know we went through uh, some really horrendous days there where we didn't know the the impact if she would have brain damage uh, she spent 10 days in Children's Hospital and I just I I I'm just humbled and marveled to say that uh, she has had a miraculous recovery. Yeah. She had a hundred percent recovery and is a hundred hundred percent miraculous mm. recovery. And and so that really opened a lot of doors and a journey. Um, first of all, experiencing just God's uh, favor and and just that miracle and healing in our life, and yet um, also gave me a heart as we had another child that very day that was brought in for a drowning accident to the hospital who died, and just really asking that question, um, you know, when healing comes, sometimes the Lord grants healings, mm-hmm. healing sometimes He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've experienced healing with the with the drowning of our daughter, and yet we have not experienced healing yet with your Lyme disease. Right, right. And just coming yeah. to that place and, and what what we have seen and, and what we shared is, you know, we want to definitely bring glory to the miracle worker and not the miracle. And we are just so thankful um, for who God is and that we can trust Him in either way. And I can share um, just with full confidence even as we sit here still with a battle with Lyme disease where we have not experienced that miraculous healing yet, even though we've taken steps to um, get quite a bit better. But um, everything I believe is done in life to bring glory to the Father. Mm -hmm. And so whether we're sitting here um, talking about Brooklyn's miraculous healing, Mm -hmm. then I believe that, that she is here and her life and that circumstance happened to witness and bring people to to God. Yeah. And I can say that as we sit here in the midst of Lyme disease and still going through some of the the same disappointment and death that we talked about in the earlier podcast, we want to bring witness and also bring glory to the to the Father, to God. We want to just be at that place that that points you and says whether he chooses to give or takes away, whether we sit with a lot or a little, either way, it's all for God's glory. Yeah. And we are just so, so um, 
thankful to be, to just know him in such a way that, that we can, um, we just want to glorify him in, in that day. Yeah, no, I appreciate you sharing that, honey. It was a powerful day. Um, it was uh, probably one of the most emotional days we've had in our life together. And uh, yet we got to see uh, the Lord work on our behalf. His grace is sufficient, but in his grace, he doesn't always work the exact way we think he's going to work, but mm-hmm. we can always trust that he is good. As I look back over the years, I mean, I would say, so we share with you, those are the, the church planting years. Uh, then we moved into a, a ministry out here in um, uh, the Pacific Northwest. I've had the privilege over the last six years of being the, the senior pastor at a Christian church here, and we just recently are uh, taking the steps to uh, transition uh, away from this ministry, really with the heart of letting this ministry begin to take shape and do so in a way that doesn't take advantage of our family. And that's that's the part that we would just want you you all to know on this journey, that what we've discovered is that if you're going to really try to keep the heart of your family intact in the 21st century, you're going to have to be willing to do whatever it takes. Yes. Uh, if the Lord lays yes. on your heart, and, he, and like he's done for Kim and I recently, let us know, you know what, being a senior pastor of a of a church is, is wonderful. It's a great opportunity to minister. But what we began to experience was that being the senior pastor of my family is more important. And the strain kind of grew to where I I wasn't able to do it as effectively as we wanted to. And so we are actually right now in the process of of transitioning into this new ministry. And and really, we're excited about what the Lord's doing uh, for the local church that we are stepping back from. But we also know that as a large family, we've got to be willing to to really take a, a lifestyle that's going to be best for our children. We don't want to lose their hearts, at least not in with any, having making sure we've made every effort to uh, to do that ministry. And so that's really where we are right now. So as you can see, um, as you hear kind of our story, um, our our journey, our our journey up began. Uh, really, um, well, of course, from birth as as well as it has for all of you, but our ministry journey began um, there in our marriage, um, and that has been 24 years that we have been in some form of church ministry. But, you know, we are so excited. Blair Ministries um, was all about equipping and encouraging families, and that's really the same heart that we have today, the journey at ministries, just equipping families um, and just sharing uh what little tidbits we've learned along the way and just how to be um, on this journey up and continue to be uh, let let Christ lead us in our family. And so with that, um, we actually named uh, several of our children with um, the mountain theme and also just a reminder to us to constantly be on that journey up to continue to run this race and not give up and be faithful. Um, just wanted to introduce our family to you. Um, we have Michael, who's 26, Michael Andrew, and Kaylee Renee is 22. Uh, her husband, Seth uh, Turner, um, is they are expecting their first grandbaby here in July, or our grandbaby, their first baby, our first grandbaby. <laughs> we are so excited about that. I um, yeah. Is really excited about that. She'll be 22 here in June. Uh, we have Casey Scott, who's 20. Uh, we have Brooklyn Faith, who's 15, and um, she was actually born on 9/11 of 01. And so on that very day, the the World Trade Centers came down. Um, we welcomed Brooklyn Faith, and and there's yeah. a story there as well. Oh, and yeah. she's also our one that had the miracle. And so we're, we're we're thankful. She's part of our family. We have Wesley Ann, who's 13. And really at this season, that was uh, 
right after Wesley was born was right right in there was when we were planting um, the Blair Ministries. And so many of our children have a mountain theme and it just more for our heart to remember and remind ourselves that we're on this journey up to be more like Christ. So we have Summit Luke, he's 11, and Sierra Grace, who's nine. Mesa Hope is seven. Benjamin River is six. Selah Mercy um, from Psalm there. Um, some people pronounce it Selah, but we have uh, Selah to remember, to pause and reflect on his mercy. We have um, Jordan Journey as uh, we continue this journey. He's a reminder there. And Levi Courage. Oh, and Jordan is two years old and Levi Courage is eight months old. And um, we knew that the Lord was calling us to continue on this journey with courage, which is... Um, they're what Levi reminds us of. So uh, this is uh, our family, and we're excited to be um, just coming along and uh, beginning this journey, the Journey Up Ministries, so we could come along our family not having arrived, not having perfected anything, simply on the journey up alongside you as you're on your journey. Yeah. Yeah, so probably today I had mentioned at the beginning of the prod- podcast that we want to hone in uh, on helping you understand what we like to call that journey up to that place where God's absolute truth meets His amazing grace. And so what I'm realizing is we had a lot more in our heart in this podcast. And so I'm going to go ahead and stop it here today, hun. But let's go ahead right out of the gate next time. We'll, we'll talk about that place because that really is what we're passionate about, we see is so important. Um, but we hope you've been encouraged today to hear a little bit more about who we are on our journey and what the Lord's been teaching us and what, where we still are growing. And then also just to hear about our family. And, and uh, we look forward, like we said, to getting to know your family as well on your journey yet. But I would say thank you for joining us today, honey. Thanks for joining me. I know that uh, the kids are being very gracious to us right now by letting us have a few moments. But uh, let's go ahead and close it out here and we'll come back later on. Thank everybody we pray you've been encouraged and equipped uh, to go on your journey to that place where god's absolute truth meets his amazing grace